0: this is the tana talks podcast where we break all of the social media rules and we just keep it real no filters no photoshop just real people having real talks i'm your host montana duran what is up guys welcome back to the tana talks podcast it is me montana tana still not sure i think i should start saying tana but it's still weird to me because like for 25 years i've went by tana i mean oh god montana and then like tana's been kind of a nickname that some people called me but not everybody so i'm trying to make it stick so i guess i should be like okay hey i'm, I'm tana but i'm still <laughs> i'm talking to myself right now i'm sorry welcome back guys welcome hello hi how are you how was your week last week um, I, fun fact, today is Monday, but I thought all day long that it was Sunday, so I almost forgot to record this. But you know what? It's all good. Happy Memorial Day. I hope everyone had a good, nice holiday. Thank you, guys. You know, it's not just a day off of work. It's a serious holiday where a lot of people have lost their lives fighting for our freedoms that we have here in America. And I am forever grateful for the sacrifices of many from previous generations and all that thank you um, for for all of you that have sacrificed so much um we love you we thank you we honor you and thank you again um today's interview is a good one coming up it's pretty long so we're gonna just hop right in but first of all before we get started with that i want to say thank you guys for listening thank you for your continued support We are reaching some milestones coming up and I'm just so excited. I love podcasting. If you guys can't tell that yet, we're going to be podcasting toward grannies. Um, So I just can't wait for the future and I'm so excited for now and where we're going. So I love you guys. I mean it. I appreciate you. I do know that um, we did start an Instagram for the podcast. It's um, on Instagram at Tana Talks Podcast. And then, if you are enjoying listening, Apple, you can rate and review it. Would love that. Subscribe, leave a comment if you are enjoying this. Um, and then, also, always feel free to send in your content ideas. You can send them on the Instagram. You can do it on Anchor. You can do it on my email. There's so many platforms where you can slide in and it's always in the description for the podcast so I want to jump right in today because it's one of my good friends Brandon Alexander and to know him is to love him he's literally has such a calming voice and just presence like he's so chill and I am never that chill um if you know me I am not chill at all um but Brandon is so chill He moved to Georgia from California a few years ago, and we get into some of the, you know, differences, some heart, some things that he's faced living here, and he got real deep on us there, and I really enjoyed this conversation. It went way longer. Like I said, now that Georgia has lifted the ban, I'm able to do some of these interviews in person, so we just kept talking, and it just kept going, so I want to jump right in because I know you guys are going to really get something out of this because I for sure did. Um, It's always nice to get a guy's perspective on um, life, social media, things like that. So I love having girls and guys on here. Also, if you have someone that you want me to have on the show, send that in. And um, I'm becoming fearless and just sliding in people's DMs. So for now, here is Brandon Alexander. I love him. I love you guys. I mean it. Here we go. We have a very special guest with us today. Can you introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name is Brandon Alexander. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why are you laughing Brandon Alexander?
1: um well I just I appreciate the introduction.
0: Do you like to go by both names?
1: Like Brandon and Alexander? Mm-hmm. No, I just go by Brandon um because that's how my mom intended it when I was born, and I believe in obeying your parents. Wow. The
0: wow. That's so good. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Brandon?
1: Yes. Um, my name is Brandon Alexander. I'm 22 years old. I uh, work in marketing, but I also um, make music, <coughs> alternative pop music. And I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here with you guys, here with you.
0: We do have a live audience. We're, we're at our first live show. Yes. Um, we have two members in the audience. Jordan Ball and Elijah Holbrook. Clearly. We're just being prophetic right now because one day we will take this show on the road. Totally. <coughs> so what What made you want to start doing like alternative pop music?
1: Um, I think I...
0: Uh, it's my favorite genre, by the way. That's awesome. Same here. Love to get in my feelings.
1: I, I Yeah, I live in my feelings. <laughs> in my feelings, Georgia is my current... Um, that's my current residence. And so... Basically, I got into alternative pop because I got really tired of regular pop and I felt like a lot of it was very redundant and like oversaturated. And so I discovered alternative pop probably in the summer of 2017, around the time of me first falling in love. And so basically, when I started making music, it was kind of in an attempt to encapsulate that moment or that time period in my life. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it was, you know, driving on Saturday nights listening to dream pop or like chasing sunsets with that person, listening to dream or alternative pop as it's called. And so yeah, and so then I I started making music in an attempt to kind of um, recreate those moments and reminisce.
0: Wow, I love that. Have you always sang?
1: No, no, I I was, (laughs) no. (laughs) I think it was like coming out of fifth grade, we did like a chorus thing for winter oh yeah
0: you posted that video of you as a child
1: oh that was yeah that was different that was me dancing to michael jackson i was lip-syncing because oh. i didn't have the voice yet
0: oh and i oh didn't want to disrespect.
1: Oh. he had just passed away and i didn't want to be disrespectful gotcha with my current vocal situation but um yeah so anyways but yeah no i kind of like heard my voice for the first time and i was like i was like i might be able to sing and then i was like it doesn't sound that good Mm -hmm. So I spent the next six years kind of just like practicing on my own, recording covers and not really putting them out because I knew that like when I put out a song, I wanted it to sound like, you know, I wanted to be happy with it. Mm -hmm. But I knew I also wanted to perform and like get out there in some way. So in high school, I would make parody songs, um, which I'm not really proud of, but they got really popular, surprisingly more popular than my music is currently, Um, (laughs) unfortunately. And it got, it got really interesting. Like I- in my community, it was, it was a thing and people knew me for it. And so when I got out of high school, moved to here, I kind of wanted to start taking music seriously and not making songs that were called Brandon Licious. Um, I wanted to get <laughs> a little bit more serious with my music. S- so um, I, I pursued it and I, that's what I'm constantly doing. I'm always pursuing it. I don't think I'll ever stop. I don't think I'll ever, like, reach a glass ceiling. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at.
0: You want to just keep getting better and and keep growing it and learning your craft and stuff. I I love that. I have a lot of respect for people who sing and, like, create like that because I don't really consider myself, like, a creative person. But, like, when I started this podcast, I started to try to, like, have to think differently and think that. And, like, you're music and all that 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 is like part of you and like totally. to put that out to the world and share it that's so vulnerable and like when i have people on here and they like tell their story or i tell stories about me it's like right. it's a lot to let people in that super like deep part of you so do you like how do you cu- like write a song do you channel like past experiences yeah. is is that hard for you like what's your kind of creative process
1: um yeah that's a great question usually i write the songs in real time of what i'm going through um because it's kind of like a method of getting over that thing Mm -hmm. um so yeah i don't really have to dig back and go to those places um but sometimes when i'm when i am recording a song that might be a little bit like more reflective i'll i'll do like really extreme things like listen to music from that time frame or like Look at old pictures or read old texts, yeah. just to like get in that place, which is like it hurts sometimes. But I feel like that's like the closest I can get to being back there. Yeah. So, Oof. sometimes you gotta you gotta dig for the craft.
0: Yeah, that's so good, and and it's really hard to kind of like. Sometimes I think that's why people have a lot of maybe anxiety or depression around things because they don't want to go back to those places and feel them and heal from them and stuff like that. So it's hard to go back there and then write a song. So I have mad respect for creative people that do that because I could not – I couldn't sing like that and write songs. I think it's scary.
1: Yeah, no, it it definitely – I think what people ask the most is, like, how do you feel about, like, putting that out there? But, like, I don't know. I mean (laughs) – it is what it is like
0: yeah yeah i like this you played us a super secret song in the car and it was so good and i just love what you're doing um but we live in georgia now but i know you're not from georgia you're from california right true so how has moving across the country to a totally different culture really like impacted you and your in that journey and process of creativity
1: yeah so i feel like California definitely raised me and all of the things that I love come from there I still talk like I'm from there I say sick I say yeah all the time I don't ever want to lose my my California
0: you're like so chill like you're chill
1: but I have like this newfound like respect like if I could come back I would come back like if I could come back like after my life I would want to come back as like a good old like southern boy like that's honestly what i would love like (laughs) i i love country music like i love listening to songs like american country love song by jake owen like in the summertime and just like i think about i'm like wow like i want to come back i want to be like the quarterback at the high school (laughs) in hall county somewhere and just like drive like a a beat-up pickup truck and you know get it stuck on the weekends Mm -hmm. in the mud like I, i don't know i kind of like the south and like how slower paced it is um i don't yeah i i, I really i've grown to appreciate it um wow but atlanta in some ways is kind of becoming like la so it's a little bit familiar to me
0: yeah i think it's cool though we have Georgia's cool because you have everything kind of like yeah. california like you can go into the city you can go into the mountains you can right. go into the country you can go into the beach the so best if you of go both worlds yeah i i, shout shout I get that. that it's kind of similar what
1: i was shouting out hannah montana <laughs> i don't want to get us copyrighted but I'm yeah
0: yeah it's okay cool um i hate when people are like when i introduce myself and i'm like montana and they're like oh my god montana. Oh, i, didn't I think hate that. that no so it's just like triggered me yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to you well i'm glad that you appreciate it because from someone growing up in the south i have a different opinion really?
1: so and what's that
0: I grew up in a really country town and like, I appreciate it. I do appreciate the small town that I grew up in or whatever, but I don't appreciate the small mindedness Mm. of the people that I grew up around. And, but I, but in this sense, like, I guess I am grateful for that too, because it makes me realize like, I don't ever want to be that way. Exactly. Um, but you know, every, every town and every city and every, wherever you have has their pros and cons. So, it's it's nice to get your perspective on no, it. No, and
1: and that's and that's something I I've experienced too. I, I just didn't want to go that deep into it. Um, oh,
0: go I deep. This is the deep podcast.
1: Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there 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 have been several culture shocks w- moving here mm-hmm. from such like a diverse and progressive place like California. Um, but yeah, those those experiences have been interesting and.
0: Do you want to give us like an example or no?
1: I, I can yeah, I just didn't know w- what the objective was of this. We this uh, is uh,
0: vulnerability authenticity.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's been interesting like while I have a, a huge appreciation for um the culture here, it's like I have experienced that closed-mindedness and uh, more so in, in the rur- rural areas of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um Mostly mostly like in the instances of like dating and stuff like that. Uh yeah. it's like it's really weird because like I'm used to just back home going out with girls and like it's, it's not a big deal. But like if you hear like I mean most of the girls that I date don't look like me as far as skin color and like you know I'll get like stares from like families or like older people and I'm just like this is weird yeah and it's so it's it's made it's that was a huge shock to me, and like it really hurt me at first, and it hurt the people that I was with um but yeah it was just like that was a really interesting experience. I tend to like run towards it now, so like if someone's staring at me and i I usually a- like ask them why, and it makes them really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and it kind of flips the switch, but I think that our generation the majority of us, especially here from what I've seen are doing a way better job at turning the page. Um, and so that's what keeps me going as far as being here is like, I think that, um, the self-awareness of our generation is indicative of a more progressive future. So wow. Can't really, uh, can't really get dragged down by the boomers (laughs) and, uh, and, uh,
0: Okay, boomers yeah so. no i love that i love that it's it's when i was in like ninth grade i dated this guy for literally two weeks mm. ninth grade stupid and he did not have the same color skin as me mm. and to this day it was in that small town in that small-minded place Yeah. people called me these names and still to oh. this day i'm 25 years old and i was literally 14 or 15 when that happened still people call me those names that's like fr- insane. It, it's insane and and i'll still be like labeled that and i'm like it i don't care anymore when i was a kid of course i cared because yeah. you know you want to have that acceptance you want that but like now i feel more sad for people like that totally. because it's like that's a sad life to live to where you can't you judge someone because of the color of their skin And i'm yeah. so it gets me going
1: yeah you know, yeah it, it, it definitely <laughs> was a huge shock because like in california you almost feel like everyone and and it sounds so cliche but everyone it almost seems like everyone is like the same race like it, it's just not even a concept i didn't wake mm-hmm. up thinking about the color of my skin and so when i moved here i tried to act like it wasn't a real thing like 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 you know prejudice wasn't a real thing people tell me things i'm like that's probably not true like you know yeah. and, like they probably just didn't like you as a person <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like but like I I I ex- I have come to accept it. I don't run towards it or like look for it yeah. because like I don't I don't want to, but yeah. I definitely acknowledge it now and realize that it's it's a real thing. But wow. um but yeah.
0: Well, I'm so sorry about yeah. all of that, but thank you for sharing.
1: All good. Of course.
0: I love you so much. I love you too. Love you so bad. So bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a tattoo.
0: He is a real Lainey stan. He's got that tattooed on him. We love that. So on this podcast, you know, we've already gotten a little bit deep in here. Um, I feel God in this podcast Chilliest. and jellies. Oh. <laughs> <Sponsored>. Everyone's <laughs> sick of that joke, but it's fine. Um, we like to like go deeper than just the regular like social media highlight reel aspect of everything. Yes. Um, so can you tell me like how social media has positively impacted your life? And yeah. then we're going to talk about the negatives.
1: Totally. <coughs> social media has positively impacted my life for, one, it's given me a job because that's what <laughs> I do for a living. <laughs> like, I think about that. Like, if people hadn't taken risks like Mark Zuckerberg, then I would probably not have a job. Um, yeah. Because I work in marketing and social media marketing. And I think it's given me the opportunity to.
0: Do you need some water?
1: Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um, it has given me the opportunity to experience and immerse myself in so many other people's culture, and yeah. I think it gives a lot of people that like we see things in in a day that most people didn't see in their entire lifetime, like thirty, forty years ago, because we see things from all around the world, different economic statuses, like a bunch of different things, and it's it's amazing. So I have a newfound respect for so many different people and. Um, and it's also helped me meet a lot of amazing people as well.
0: <laughs> Can someone get and this of water?
1: Um, and so I, some of my closest friends, honestly, I've met through social media, which is so wild. Like, yeah, I'd say like the 10 people closest to me out of all of them, I'd say seven of them have all been met through social media, which is weird to some people.
0: It was weird to me at the beginning, but I think it's so cool now. Elijah was my first internet friend, and now I'm just, like, meeting everyone on the internet. And I'm like, I want to be everyone. It's
1: cool. Old people, not old people, (laughs) older people. (laughs) 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 Older people often um, think that it is um, a bit dangerous to become friends with people off of social media. Yeah, it's often that older people think that social media is a tool that is not good or it's divisive or dangerous. Um I remember one of my Sunday school teachers was like MySpace is the devil's playground and I was <laughs> like and <laughs> 2 years later I got a request from her on Facebook. Oof. Um which is interesting. Yeah. But um yeah, I th- I think that it's been a great tool for networking it gets the job done um it has for me at least
0: yeah that's awesome and what would you say about the negative impacts do you have do you you see any of that I don't know I I I think as girls and females all the females I like interview I notice it more in us but I want to get like a guy's perspective on the (laughs) negative aspects sorry guys he's about to take a sip of his water he's dying he is very thirsty
1: my Instagram handle is it's Brandon Alexander. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of being thirsty, I'm
0: <coughs> <coughs>
1: completely joking. Don't hit me up. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. Um, so, d- do you want to just do we want to run that question again, maybe? Or
0: I don't know how to edit yet. So, it. what are the negative aspects of social media?
1: Um, I think the ne- the negative aspects of social media, um, and me and Jordan were actually talking about this today, is um, comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's sometimes like a class war um, based off of mostly things that aren't even what they appear to be. Um, and I feel like oftentimes I would benefit from not being on it. And Mm -hmm. I've thought about that, you know, just taking time away from it and seeing how my self-esteem or how my perspective on myself would change. Um, because often I'm, I'm comparing myself or judging other people. Um, and then you meet them and it's like, oh, wait, they're actually a pretty decent person. Like, even though they use the same preset on every photo, like it <laughs> you you can't you, you, you don't get what's real on there. And I feel like sometimes it can block your blessing when it comes to people or it can do the adverse thing. And you, you see someone on social media and you meet them in real life. And it's like they're they're kind of like a personality catfish and like they aren't who they appear to be and yeah so
0: that's really that's so true because it's like some people are really good on the internet but not really good in real life right i feel like i'm opposite i'm terrible on in the internet but i'm better in real life i think i am a catfish um but as a creator and someone who makes music do you do you find yourself do you follow other music accounts yeah. and and get inspiration or or do you find comparison in that?
1: Yeah, um that's that's a great question. Like I would say comparison has been a, a huge aspect of that mm-hmm. when it comes to like music. Um more so in like not in the type of music that I make, but in like the aesthetic yeah. of how I deliver it and like how I present myself. Um and that's something that I feel like I've kind of figured out and figured out who I am on social media. And I try to keep it pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. relaxed. I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to take myself too seriously. So Mm -hmm. if I post like a selfie or a thirst trap, you (laughs) know, I'm going to, I'm going to post an embarrassing video from third grade the next day just to like even out the scales because like, I don't care about myself that much.
0: That's, that's very good. That's very good. I love that. I love that answer, Brandon. You're giving very good answers. (laughs) I almost just caught you, <laughs> <laughs> <almost> just <called laughs> so you <thinking> Jordan. Because <laughs> I was looking at Jordan. That was a very good answer, Brandon. Thank I, you, I appreciate that. I, I really like that. And um, I think you have a good balance. I enjoy following you, both of your accounts. I
1: appreciate it. <coughs> I'll, I'll make sure to reply to your DM after this, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just haven't.
0: Like, you, you just got to take care of your fans, okay? So. Where they at, though? <clears throat> how has um jesus or religion of the sort impacted your journey because we met at church
1: we did yes um i not to sound cliche but it's like it's impacted the whole journey because he's showed me my purpose and not just with music but as far as like what i'm supposed what i'm here for and also god is i feel like he gave me music during really hard seasons yeah. and I think back to those seasons and the songs that I created created out of those seasons and I often wonder if I didn't have that gift or that tool how would I have gotten through it and I mean I have, I have amazing people around me and so like I, I you know I don't want to I don't want to be like I don't want to let anyone down but I'm just saying like I don't know how I would have gotten through those seasons without having the ability to express how I was feeling Mm -hmm. through music. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's just just strangely convenient that, like, God didn't really develop my voice until I really needed it. Yeah. And, you know, like, in high school, things were fine in most aspects. And I didn't have that voice back then. So that's why I was making cheesy parodies because like i had nothing else to do like there was no reason for me to be making real music Mm -hmm. and um yeah so the timing thing it just kind of was confirmation to me that um this is something that god gave me and so now i'm just kind of identifying how i want to use it and who i want to reach with it and what i want to communicate in that message
0: wow that you're you're good at giving answers thanks I love that. Thank you. You're so wise, Brandon. I appreciate it. And so calm. Your voice, you sound like, did you ever surf when you were in California?
1: I didn't, no. You sound like a (laughs) surfer.
0: (laughs) Like, what's up, guys? What's up? Gnarly. Yeah,
1: I boogie boarded. um, Boogie boarded? But I got into a pretty bad accident boogie boarding. Oh,
0: no. What happened?
1: I just, (laughs) I I knocked over a kid when I was like coming out of a wave. And I haven't picked one up since. It was from Costco. It was like a cheap boogie board, yeah. Oh. Anyways.
0: I used to, I lived at the beach until I was like nine, and we would always body surf.
1: Oh, body surfing is awesome. It's
0: pretty cool. It's like you're flying. Yeah,
1: it really is. Well, that's a good way to put it. Where where at?
0: Um, Neptune Beach.
1: Is that in Florida? Mm
0: -hmm, It's in Jacksonville.
1: I haven't been to Florida, but that's cool. You've never been to Florida? I haven't. I'm scared. What? I'm scared.
0: I mean, Florida is wild. It's (laughs) wild down there. (laughs) Every time
1: you see it, like, just the most absurd news headline, it's most likely, in the Florida.
0: internet has given Florida <laughs> a bad rap because <laughs> the beach people we're not wild now like that. But there's like swampy country folk in Florida. Yeah, you need to stay away from them. That's what I've heard. But the beach people we're chill.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I believe. Give you. it a chance. I mean, I've experienced that by, by knowing you. So
0: <laughs> yes, um, I think that it's really cool when I see me creative people that are like I think so many people get so focused on well my purpose like I should that should be my job I should be making loads of money doing it and as a creative person you don't always make money doing things right away For but sure. you f- and I'm not trying to get into like oh you're making like so, so much money, blah, blah 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 but you're doing all this while having a job so where do you find that drive to keep going and pushing on this music that you think is your purpose but it might not be like working out right now or you know something like that which yeah that's
1: it i mean that's a great question because like for
0: asking for myself too because
1: (laughs) yeah no for for the longest time like i said it was really just like for me it was like therapy so it was like all right i'm gonna make this song so i can like be okay for the next couple of weeks um yeah now i i'm looking at it from a more business perspective, which is totally different. And I've got a manager and growing a bit of a team, which has been great and very interesting, like learning the business aspect of things. Mm-hmm. So now, it I, and I was just talking with someone about this is like, before I was just making songs to make songs and like feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like, okay, there can be a business aspect to this too. Yeah. And how am I going to still be in love with that like innocent side of me like making songs so i don't want to make songs to make money or like make a song to get put on this commercial like i want to make songs still for Mm -hmm. the reason why i make them so yeah it's like i don't know if that's answering your question but it's just like finding that balance now but before it was really just therapeutic thing
0: yeah even if you were never to get a paycheck from it, you I would still do it because it's what yeah, helps you.
1: 100%. Like, I I wasn't looking for a manager at all. I was literally just like, I'm going to put out music, and I'm going to put out this EP this summer, and if 100 people listen to it, that's fine. But, like, these songs mean something to me, and, like, I'm just going to make songs every time I need to. Um,
0: yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah. So yeah. It was, it's really, like, a thing for me same thing with fashion for me like I dress how I want to dress because like it's like I don't know if I like want to wear the same outfit twice (laughs) like two times or two days in a row like I'll do it because like it's just like what I want to do um because like I'm not in like a, a like an arrogant way but it's just like I try to do things not for like I don't know praise or whatever from other people and I find that when I do things for myself or because it's like who I it's like I'm being true like that's when I I do get that admiration from other people which is cool but I try to stay doing it for me or like God or like my purpose yeah yeah so
0: I love that I love that I think it's uh, we get caught up in that rat race of well yeah this is my passion and this but it's like not gonna get me anything like I'm not gonna make any money so I'm just not not gonna do it and that's crazy because it can be therapeutic and it can be healing Mm -hmm. and all that I love that yeah Mm. and
1: sometimes seeing other people take off and stuff like that it, it can put you in that place where you're like why am I doing this like yeah they've got a way bigger platform you know like they've got these resources and I don't so yeah
0: yeah I get that I think you have a good level head on your shoulders so I think it I wish you all the best with Thank it and you. I can't wait for your EP Thank you. to drop. I appreciate it. Um just a couple more questions. Yeah. So um what is something that you wish was more openly talked about?
1: Mm. Something that I wish was more openly talked about is It. no i want to think about it okay. i'm sorry that's the problem <laughs> no I, and i don't kn- i know you said you can't
0: okay guys we had to take a little bit of a think break but we're back so brandon what is something that you wish was more openly talked about
1: i wish people's journeys were more openly talked about rather than their success Oof. because a lot of the times and going back to the comparison thing is we compare ourselves to the finished product of several years of struggles and hard work. And when we put in 10% or even 5% of the time that that person put in and it doesn't work out for us, we often give up or talk down on ourselves and it's like you haven't even scratched the surface. Plus, your journey's not gonna look anything like theirs because Mm -hmm. you can't replicate someone's story or like someone's personal journey with God. Um, and I forget that all the time and I have to remind myself. Um, but yeah,
0: no, I love that because so in s- our culture we have, Oh, he's an overnight success, blah, yeah. blah, blah. That's not a thing. No, So many oh quote unquote overnight successes worked for 20 years, you know, totally. to to get into their, their 15 minutes of fame or whatever of the sort. So I love that answer. And I do think that, that's so true and there's so much power in our stories and our journeys and i think that we need to start expressing them more and that's why i do love like social media and even like this podcast and your songs and platforms and blogs and all that like those are outlets that we can share our stories and like use it for good
1: totally right and i think it would be great if people did give more of an introspective view of what they're going through you know like people like you and i I feel like we're pretty open about, you know, when things don't work out Mm -hmm. maybe or like we're having like a a technical difficulty. We're just very (laughs) honest. Um, and I think that it humanizes things and like, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna show us our own growth eventually. It's gonna show people our growth. Um, Yeah. yeah. So,
0: no, I love that. I love that. It's sometimes it's so annoying how much of an introspective and a self-aware person I am because Same it's here. like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so like bad. I'm too self-aware. I like,
1: I can see myself from like third person. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's
0: like I don't get offended by what people say cause I've already thought it. Right. You know, That's <laughs> like so true.
1: it's just like confirmation when someone says, it, you're <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. So the last question I've been trying to ask people to make it more of a thing, cause I love authenticity is how do you think, people can be more authentic in
1: their everyday life i think people could be more authentic i mean maybe by uh, this is just what's worked for me is like stepping away from who we've created on social media and taking a look at the friends around you because Mm -hmm. that's pretty indicative of like the type of person that you are or what you value i think Mm -hmm. um I found that I feel like I knew myself more as a kid because all I was doing was riding my bike around Mm -hmm. my neighborhood and just doing me. I had nothing to compare it to. Like we were literally kids and I mean, we compare ourselves to people at school maybe, but we didn't have an entire world around us that we were comparing ourselves to. So I feel like taking a step back and taking an audit of who you are as a person when you're not looking every day and overexposing yourself to so many different people and lifestyles. I feel like that's kind of how you find that authenticity. At least that's how it's worked for me. And periodically I have to reevaluate that. And I'm probably going to do that soon. Yeah. Um, Just in an effort to kind of not lose myself um, or compromise on the person that God made me. Just to try to be like someone else. So, yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Like you said, like uh, you could not pay me to go back to like high school or something <laughs> with all this social media. I would have. Nope. It was yeah. becoming m- popular when I was graduating and stuff. So, so. I could imagine now because I'm an adult and it still bothers me. Yeah. So I can't yeah. imagine like being a kid with it. So I know I do have high school people that listen, so it gets better.
1: It does way <laughs> better.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, So I know you're working on an EP. Is there anything else you've been working on? And can you tell us a little bit about this EP?
1: Yeah, so I have an EP called Head Over Heels coming out on June. It's coming out in June of 2020. (laughs) I don't have the date off the top of my head, but late June. And um, I'm shooting some music videos for it as well, which is really exciting because that's something new. And, yeah, I'm just really stoked for where things are going. Um, being signed to management is really great, and I'm really excited to um, just take things to a larger scale and reach more people, not for the purpose of, you know, notoriety, but just, like, relating to people. Like, you know, you and I have talked about how bands like Laney and stuff like that, we relate so much to them. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be able to give back and give that same Feeling to people, um, yeah, and yeah,
0: Laney. Literally, we were talking earlier because he's like their number one fan, and I'm their number two fan <laughs> because, um, yeah, it really helped me get through the breakup in a really dark time. Yeah. And yes, Jesus helps, but finding that band when they were first becoming popular yeah. and then really. The concert really changed me, so it's like it,
1: the concert takes it to a whole other level. Whole Which one did level. you go to?
0: I've been to both times they were in Atlanta. I went to the Tabernacle and like at Roxy.
1: Okay, cool. I've been to both of those too.
0: Yeah. Why didn't we didn't know each other?
1: We didn't. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I've been to like six or seven. I think. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I had found them like after they had been to the Atla- Atlanta the first time in bucket Theater. Yeah. Yeah, that was an amazing show. Yeah. I literally found them right after that show, oh and I was wow. so upset it because was I missed iconic. it. Because it's so small or smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I bet it would have felt so intimate. But that's crazy. But that it's crazy mm. how music can like impact you. And that was the last question I was going to ask you was, um, besides Laney, what are some musical inspirations that you you like?
1: Um, John Mayer is really great. Like, I often find myself falling mm-hmm. asleep to his music because he'll literally just take the words right out of my brain, but decipher them in a way that's like. Mm-hmm digestible and, and like just forward and, um, yeah. Um, and also I would say I like mosaic, some of their worship. Like there's a song called eyes on you. That's really the only song I yes. know. Him, it just slaps. Hill song young and free, um, sinking deep. One of my favorite songs. Um, who else? I love a lot of eighties and nineties stuff. Like George Michael, um a legend and yeah, just
0: we have a lot of the same music really, Yeah. Interesting. Wild. Maybe yeah. we were like siblings in another life. Siblings, wives. yeah. That's that's, that's <laughs> I have a brother named Brandon. Brandon. Okay, can you tell everybody your social media, is where they can find yeah, you? Yeah, you
1: can find me on Instagram at Alexander, like, I-T-S, Brandon Alexander. A lot of the times people think I'm saying, oh, it's Brandon Alexander, <laughs> but, like, the actual username is itsbrandonalexander.
0: And then you have a music page.
1: I have, I, I, uh, yeah. You don't
0: I, have it anymore?
1: Yeah, I scrapped it. Why? Well, my, yeah, it's just, like, it was just a decision I made yeah just to have one page okay good um yeah just kidding I guys he has one it's brandon alexander you're good um and uh, you can find me on spotify apple music amazon music um wherever else there's music probably on webkins <laughs> you can play my songs on tiktok as well i recently found out which <gasps> is cool so should we sense, make TikTok a tiktok so. dance Maybe let's do it when the EP comes out. Okay, I think sounds Elijah good. Elijah said he wants to do
0: it, so I can't wait for this EP because the song I heard in the car,
1: the Fall Again,
0: got me in my feels, making me feel like I'm in love and I'm not.
1: That's sick. I love. Th- <laughs> That's I what Jordan that. said.
0: <laughs> Anywho, awesome. um, anything That's else you'd like little. to say before we close this one out?
1: Um, I'm I'm thankful to be here and I'm I'm excited to like. i'm glad we
0: finally did this yeah it's been you're a a very hard man to book that's not true
1: (laughs) (laughs) just a matter of follow-up which is something that i'm getting better at and i'm excited for you and to circle back at some point when we've both grown in our purpose and yeah uh, thank you for this i'm
0: gonna cry i love you brandon i
1: love you too let's not don't get the tears on the interface because we want to record more podcasts I gotta go. (laughs) love you too bye
0: well guys that was brandon alexander i hope you love him as much as i do and i hope you enjoyed this as much as i enjoyed making it he is a star a true gem of a man and we love him check him out on all social media he has the new songs coming out next month and i am stoked because i got a teaser of one and it is so good i'm in my feelings still I will see you guys on Thursday for a solo mini episode. Just remember, guys, that there is power in your story. I love you. I mean it. Bye.